Welcome to From Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 287, and welcome back to my front porch. Uh, here in Phoenix, man, I tell you what, the nights in Phoenix, no bueno. Uh, very hot, <laughs> and I just can't get myself to come out <laughs> and do a podcast when it's been 105 all day long, and then at night, it's 100. So it's just like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I've been sweating all day. I'm not sure I want to sweat at night just yet. And so the mornings have been great. It's been like in the 70s in the morning. But yeah, I just have been not so motivated uh, to do a podcast in the morning or in the, in the evening because it's just been so hot. But yeah, uh, our staff had a really, really cool day yesterday. <clears throat> I'm a worker. I don't know if you're like me, but I love to work. I absolutely love to work. I like to grind. I like to get the job done. Like it brings me a lot of joy. I, I like showing up early to the office. I, I like leaving if you know leaving late. Uh, but I'm getting better at it and trying to slow down and trying to create a better rhythm and not get caught up into this like more 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 kind of way of you know doing life in a and I would say in a in a negative way because it's definitely made a negative impact probably on me and then definitely on my family. But um, my staff has been telling me for a while, like, look, I think we just need to get better at resting. Like, you know, part of our job is helping other people rest and replenish and get care. And they've been pushing me pretty hard. Like, I think we need to do the same thing. So yesterday uh, they came up with this great plan to we rented some uh, like lawn chairs uh, at resort. Apparently you can do this. So we rented some uh, some lawn chairs or, you know, whatever, sun chairs or whatever they're called uh, by the pool. And we as a team just sat out there and swam a little bit and ate some good food, had some great conversation. Their deal was like no work talk, no work talk. This is just let's be together. Let's celebrate all that God's done and uh, and let's just really rest. And you know what? They were right. They were right. It was so wonderful. We had such a great time just uh, resting. So uh, here's the encouragement from maybe one worker, driver, get-her-done guy to another uh, lady or man is this. Like maybe you just need to rest a little bit. It really was good for me to take a breather. And so maybe, maybe just maybe today you just need to take a breather. Like everything's going to be fine. God's in control. He's using us and uh, wants to use you. But, you know, Jesus or God himself and Jesus as well took a break, rested. So I'm trying to get better at that, encouraging you to do the same thing. Uh, thank you all for continuing to listen. Love that we continue to grow and learn together. And for those of you who give on Patreon Thank you more than you know. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting, you know, all the costs that it takes to put together a little podcast like this. It's it's nice. I, I don't I'm not making <laughs> I'm not making any money, but it covers all the stuff uh, that goes into kind of getting this going. So I really uh, appreciate those of you who give to the podcast. Okay. Our passage for today is 1 Samuel 14.6. 1 Samuel 14.6. Jonathan said to his young armor bearer, Come over, let's go to the outpost of those uncircumcised men. Perhaps the Lord will act on our behalf. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saving, whether by many or 
by few. I'll read it again. First Samuel 14, 6. Jonathan said to his young armor bearer, Come, let's go over to the outposts of those uncircumcised men. Perhaps the Lord will act on our behalf. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saving, whether by many or by few. I, I resonate this passage. We're going to get into it, but I resonate with it so much. And there's a word in there that we're going to work through, and it's the word perhaps. And I feel like Phoenix One, this next iteration, the second iteration, the iteration I'm in currently, is a perhaps ministry. It was launched with the, with this idea of of perhaps, which I think is with I think is pretty amazing. I mean, a year and a half ago, or almost almost two years ago, kind of sitting around going, perhaps the Lord wants us to come back. But here's the thing with that: like I didn't, we didn't have all the answers, we didn't have it all figured out. But maybe the Lord wants to do something. Maybe He'll bring us back. Maybe we can find a house in Phoenix in the hottest, you know, hottest housing market of that it's experience you know like maybe maybe perhaps perhaps and it's just this i i now look a, a year and a half later and i'm just like oh my gosh on the other side of perhaps is promise it's just this beautiful thing that god has invited I me mean, we've been able to help so many people I mean, our family has this home and our home has grown in equity and who would have known? You know, in, in California, we loved our time in California, but I mean, our, our expenses had gotten, I think they had grown to almost, a, a, in a five-year period of time, they had grown almost $2,000 a month extra. And it was like, we're not getting, I can't, get, we can't get ahead. We can't, perhaps the Lord has something else for us. Perhaps the Lord wants us to do something else. Perhaps the Lord wants to invite us into something. And and so I feel like, practically speaking, this passage has been what I would say just kind of like this anchor for my heart and my soul. I get to teach this passage this weekend at our church. And in, in, in that word I can't get over is perhaps because what's happening in the, the context of this passage is Saul's sitting under a pomegranate tree because he basically uh, got in trouble <laughs> because he made, a, he made a sacrifice without Samuel. And God basically, through Samuel, said, listen, the, the, the kingdom stops with you. Your kingdom stops with you because you continue to be disobedient. The, there's no swords. All, there's uh, an army of Philistines that are after, after uh, the Israelites. And so the Israelites are hiding in caves. And here we find Saul sitting under a pomegranate tree with 600 men just kind of moping because stuff's not working out the way that uh, he had hoped it would work out. And I just realized that's so many people. That's so many people right now. Maybe that's you. You know, stuff's not going right. It's not working out. It's discouraging. You're frustrated. You got lots of words for God. And look, you know, I, I get it. Like, I really do. I know those feelings. You know, I talked a little bit in the last podcast about just being, you know, a bit frustrated with all the pain and the hurt that's happening in our world and all these kids. I mean, these kids that, that were killed this last week, like, in a school. Like, why? It's so senseless, you know? And what we see is Saul just sitting under this pomegranate tree and going, ah, everything's too hard. Enemies are all against us. I don't know how we're going to do this. I'm just going to sit here and wait for God to do something. And then you have his son, Jonathan. And his son, Jonathan, looks at his armor bearer, this faithful, faithful uh, kind of servant of his. And he says, I think we should do something. You know, come on. Let's, let's go do something. I believe that God wants to invite us into something great. But I don't know if it's going to be great. 
That's the crazy thing. I don't know if it's going to be great, but I just feel like he's inviting us not to sit around, not to just wait around. I believe he's inviting us to do something, to be a part of something great. And, and this word is just so important, perhaps. Perhaps. Because this plan that, that Jonathan had devised in some ways did not make sense. Like it, it ran, runs against all of human logic, but he just senses in his spirit that sitting around and doing nothing and complaining and whining is not going to work out. And he's believing in faith that perhaps, perhaps the Lord will do something. Perhaps the Lord will invite us into something else. And that word perhaps is such a powerful word. You know, in my mind, when I think about perhaps the way we would define it, uh, it may be in an American culture, it's like our fingers are crossed. Like, we'll see, we'll see. And that's not what I believe this word is help inviting us into. Perhaps is a position of power. Because it's a position of God is in control, we're not in control. And perhaps, perhaps he's going to do something great. Or perhaps it goes really horrible. Either way, he's God. Either way, he's in control. Either way, he knows what's best. And my act, my move is not a move of disobedience. No, no, no. I believe my act is a a move of obedience towards the plan of God, the heart of God. I mean, in this situation, like, God doesn't want the people of Israel hiding in caves. Like, he's the God. He's I am. He's I am that I am is what he says to Moses. He's the, the, the God who parts the Red Sea and cause, causes a, a cloud by day, fire by night. He causes water to shoot out of rocks. He, he doesn't want Israel hiding in caves because these heathens are coming after them. He's, he, Jonathan's like, this makes no sense at all. And so I feel like I need to move forward in the power that God's given to me, perhaps Perhaps God will honor that obedience. Perhaps he won't. And this comes into such conflict with our American strategic minds and hearts. We got to have it all figured out. We got to have all the research. We have to have all the details. Then, oh, then Lord will move forward. You know, I, I find so often so interesting that people are saying, God, show me what to do. Tell me where to go. And I think so often, God's like, no. And, and you may say, oh, that feels cruel. No, 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 no. Because if he's always telling us what to do, then that thing, the outcome becomes the God. The genie in the bottle, you know, that becomes the God, not God. And in this moment, what Jonathan is helping us understand is, and awaking us to, it's something very beautiful. Trust in the Lord. Like Proverbs goes, trust in the Lord. Proverbs says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding in all of your ways. Acknowledge what? Him. And what? He'll direct your paths. He'll show you what to do. He'll tell you where to go. He'll help you to live in the perhaps. And and to be honest, that is our life. We live a perhaps life. That's the life we live right now. Whether we want to believe it or not, you know, the enlightenment, 
was the, you know, the, out of the 19th century was this thing that was basically telling us we could create a utopia where there was no pain, where, exa- you know, Frederick Nietzsche had wrote this uh, poem, short story about how we killed God. And his whole idea behind that was like, listen, we're smart enough to figure this out. We can develop our own utopias. But here's what's happened all these years later. We know it's not true. You know, it's not true. And we once again are brought back to the real truth of this. We need to trust in the Lord. We need to depend on him. And perhaps this mysterious invitation that he invites us into will actually be a part of the greater fulfillment that he has for you and for me. It's what he wants for us. It's what he's showing to us. And it's what Jesus displayed for us on the cross. I mean, think about this moment in the garden. Not my will, but yours be done. Perhaps you're doing something greater than I could even imagine. I mean, this is Jesus. Jesus is inviting us into the mystery. Jesus is inviting us into the obedience. Jesus is moving, is inviting us and showing to us and displaying for us something so much greater than our, than our human minds can comprehend. But there is an act of submission that needs to take place. And this is what Jesus shows to us. Do I want all this, to, this pain to go away? Of course I do. Am I confused and hurt by it? Of course I am. But perhaps he's doing something through all of it. Perhaps he's inviting me into something I can't, get my human mind around and so like we said in the last podcast i trust in the lord i look to the lord for help he's the maker of heaven and earth and while we can't get our simplistic tethered to earth minds around all that he has what we get to do is either submit or rebel and what we see in this story is jonathan submitting to this mysterious, powerful work that the Lord may do through him. And we, but we also see Saul sitting under a pomegranate tree, losing heart, losing will, and missing out on the great adventure of what it is to trust in the Lord with all our hearts. You know, the interesting thing, as I've kind of done this journey and continue to do this journey and I do not have it figured out is what I want is God is most concerned with our hearts because our hearts affect our habits. And I have seen this to be true in my life over and over and over. And I wonder if that is true of you. Where's your heart at? Because the question uh, for us to kind of work through today is what do you trust in and why heavenly father uh, if we're honest this isn't easy there's so many perhaps moments in fact we live a perhaps life and so would you invite us into really trusting you and believing in faith that you are doing something far greater than our heads can get on and a lot of times our hearts can get around help us to trust you so take a breath reflect and believe that the god of the universe is near to you than your own heartbeat. Till next time, cheers.